we're sorry it took us so long. Yeah, we were really trying to get our audio as crisp <laughs> like I like my chicken. <laughs> <laughs> So sorry. <laughs> we thought we would start off a little goofy today. Or maybe I'm just feeling a little goofy today. <laughs> so, Catherine, how's your week been? It's been pretty hectic. This is finals week. So, <sighs> it's been an overload of assignments, projects, research papers, <laughs> final exams coming up. How's that Sorry. group project coming along, buddy? Oh my god, I know. I procrastinated till the end, so now we're rushing. I feel like it was your group's fault and not your fault. Fuck them. I know, because I was trying to take the lead and I never tried to take the lead. You know this. Catherine's like, I'm not a leader. No, I'm, I'm a follower. Well, I didn't say that, bitch. <laughs> Suck a dick. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> that might take it off. <laughs> So, what are we talking about today? What's our topic? You forgot to ask me how oh my week is doing. <laughs> okay, so how's your how's your week, Gara? Pay me some attention. Um, busy man. Fuck, I started that new job and it's really busy. I I don't even get to talk to you guys anymore. <laughs> I used to text you all day. And that's, now, that's true. You, you get know. like four text messages from me in a day instead of 50. I know. I have to make sure I send you a text like at the right time that I know that you're going to lunch. Because <laughs> I feel like I have to catch you like at the right moment because you're not going to check your phone until after work. Yeah, I know. It's been crazy. I had like some dude DM me at like six in the morning. I didn't write back till like one in the afternoon. And he was like, good morning, chula. And I was like... Oops, I didn't do this on purpose. Normally, I ignore guys on purpose, so they think that I'm ignoring them. This time, it was for real. I've just been really busy, and school's been ridiculous. I've been doing a bunch of projects, and I'm tired, and really tired, and really sleepy. I know. This is us trying to be full-time workers and full-time students. And full-time dog mommy. And... Full-time podcasters. And best friends. <laughs> well, hopefully, you know, we get through this and... Oh, no, we're not because we're starting summer class. <laughs> In, like, two weeks. Never mind. We're dedicated, successful women. For real. So what's today's topic for episode two? Okay, so um, we really wanted to talk to you guys about taking a break. Yeah, we wanted to get a little more serious and have a conversation on breaks and what kind of breaks are there. And... Like the 15-minute break I take during lunch? No, not the 15-minute <laughs> break. First of all, I only get one. You know they're supposed to give me two? <laughs> two 15-minute breaks? Two 15-minute breaks and a 30-minute lunch or you get an hour lunch. Yeah, no, I only get one 15-minute break and 30 minutes for lunch. Yeah, but Catherine, you put your phone on hold for 30 minutes during your pee breaks. All right, this is disclosed information. You're not supposed to tell people this, but okay. <laughs> Catherine works from home, so yeah, she be chilling sometimes. Right. So, Ada, tell me, explain to me what types of breaks. Well, the kind of breaks we're talking about yeah. today. All right, guys, let's get to the nitty gritty. Well, I mean, there's two kind of breaks that you guys can take. You can, I mean, people take breaks in relationships. People take breaks from dating. People take breaks from marriages. Sometimes they're called separations. 
And sometimes they're called divorces. So Catherine, I know that you've taken a break before. Um, tell me about the relationship you had before that break. So my last relationship that actually led me to take the break was a relationship that I don't want to say it was important because it wasn't. It wasn't at all. It was just, you know, it was a time in my life where I just felt like I was bored and, you know, all my friends had boyfriends. I was like, we were like out of high school, right? Yeah, we were out of high school. We were working at that place. Yeah. We worked together at, um, how old were we? I think, <clears throat> I would say we were like 20. 21, 22, 22. Yeah, so I no, was 21. pretty young. So it wasn't because I was in love or nothing like that. It was You were bored. Yeah, I was just bored, you know. And like I said, like a lot of my friends, of the girls in our group. I was the only single one with Catherine. Yeah, so I don't know. I just, you know, I kind of felt a little bit of pressure. We always feel pressure to like Yeah, it's just, I feel like our, our friends are always in relationships. They are. So when we're not, it's like, you know, we feel like... Yeah, you're like, you're, you're like I want to talk about something. Let me talk about a guy. I don't know. I mean, it's not that that's all we talk about because yeah. it's not. As a group, we're pretty... have a different dynamic, but um, it does... You feel pressure like from your family and fr- pressure from... Your friends, and you see all your friends with their boyfriends, and you're like, everyone's like, oh, let's go out. And, yes, and we don't couples. even notice it, but society, you know, they do put a lot of pressure on us without even, you know, them themselves realizing that they're doing that to us. And I feel like as Hispanics, it's a little harder for us because our parents kind of instill yes. in us that, tu necesitas un hombre para mantenerte. <sighs> what does that mean in English, Sarah? It means that I need a man to maintain me, but mama, mama, listen up. I maintain myself. I don't need a rich man. I'm going to be the rich woman. <laughs> they laugh at me. I was going to say here, here. Huh? I was going to say here, here. <laughs> here, here. You can say it now. Um, say here, here. Oh, here, here. <laughs> so, yeah, so. Where did we? Where, I don't know. We went off topic, but it's fine. Okay. So so you were bored and you felt pressure because all your friends were in a relationship. Man, that sucks. Yes, correct. So that happened. So that relationship didn't even end up being for long. And I got cheated on. Wait, what? Yeah, I got cheated on by somebody I didn't care for. But I was hurt because... They hurt, like, my pride. Oh, I remember this day. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so you get me? So that, like, put things into perspective. And I just, it made me realize that I needed time for myself to, you know, regroup and think about really what I wanted. Not just in, like, a relationship, but in overall what I wanted for my future. And I just didn't feel like a relationship was something I needed to be in at that moment. Now that I think about it, after you left that relationship and you took that break, like, a lot of things changed in your life. Yes, like, that's when we moved out, like, we started you, working. You started Broward College? I started, I went to Broward. Bro. Yeah, like, and you, like. You needed someone to hurt your pride a little bit. Yes, yes. Sad to say it, but yes. Because it gave me that time, and I feel like three years I mean, not saying that time frame is important. Everybody's, it was a long time, buddy. <laughs> everybody's time is different. But yeah, it was three years by myself. And I felt like it was needed. And it helped me. It helped me grow. 
wonder how bad you needed the touch of a man. <laughs> oh, for right to go and be like, I need the touch, touch of a man at least. <laughs> at least, man. I'm going to say that Carrie Bradshaw says, I just want big to lay on top of me. <laughs> don't start don't start don't start i'm team big just because i'm not gonna go off topic here but he's toxic <laughs> i have to be with the people who have commitment issues because i can relate fuck them <laughs> fuck boys <laughs> so yeah so that, i mean that was my experience with my break and i feel like everybody should take a break i mean it doesn't have to be three years because you know, yeah, what works for me is not isn't gonna, gonna work, work for, for me. Yeah, exactly. definitely. But sometimes you do need a you know a time for yourself to get your thoughts together. I have another question. Yes, of course. <laughs> um, how do you feel that taking that break for three years or for yourself basically to like grow and everything? How do you feel that has helped you or impacted your current relationship? Oh, like I for sure know what I want. <laughs> To the, like today like in a man and in a relationship yes like i know what i want them to bring to the table i knew i've known this so when when I, we started dating yeah he was so was like, he really courted you yeah he did so <laughs> but it's because i knew what i wanted and i made it very clear at the beginning you really did yeah everything <laughs> that i wanted so man this girl this poor man Catherine really lays it down for you. She's like, I want a man that, you know, can do this. But don't get me wrong. Catherine brings a lot to the table. So I feel like it's okay for her to ask for the things that she she wants in a relationship. And I mean, he's not perfect. No one's perfect. Yeah. And like also that time I did see, I was able to see a lot of example of relationships. Because like I said, a lot of our friends have always been in relationships. Yeah. So you get me? So just hanging with my friends and hearing how their experience with their relationships made me also like think, hey, like if I was in that position, what would I do or what would I feel? So by the time that I did get into my current relationship, you get me? Like I knew things that were clearly that I needed to be involved in the relationship, if that makes sense. To me, it makes total sense, especially when I, I obviously I've seen your dynamic with him. And I've never seen you work so well with someone aside from myself. Right. <laughs> and, and and they're both very difficult people to deal with. Yeah, like... Like, they're hard-headed. They're both very hard-headed, very straightforward. Yeah. And I don't know how they, get, they do it, but, you know, they make it work. They tell each other. They communicate really well, seeing it from the outside perspective. And I'm very non-biased here. Catherine can tell you. That um, I pick Roger's side most of the time. <laughs> I mean, I pick her dude's side most of the time. <laughs> and then she's like, ugh. But she knows it's not because I favor him or favor her. You're just my voice of reasoning. <laughs> so, like, it, you can see it in their dynamic. How, how, how grown up this relationship is compared to other relationships Catherine has had. Because I've seen all of them. And <clears throat> I think that break, you're right. I really think that break helped you and your relationship and both of you. And I've seen both of you grow even from then now to now. Yeah, and not just saying that. Like, it also made me see errors I was doing. As a person. As a person. Like, you were toxic? Yeah, like, I had toxic <laughs> Toxic traits? Yeah, whatever you want to call it. Tendencies, yeah. 
Um, and mm. yeah, like, I know, and I didn't realize wait, Like, that. wait, uh, how, I know everything about you. <laughs> what do you mean? I mean, like, I was, you know, there was a point in time, you know how we're raised, a lot of us Hispanic girls are raised with this mentality that... You're supposed to use a man? Yes. That one? Yes. I hate that mentality. So at a very young age, like, I always, like, look for... You know, do they have jobs? Are they gonna, you know? And like me, not even thinking of anything past being boyfriend and girlfriend, but it was just something I grew up with. Yeah, it was instilled in you as a yeah. Young so age. like you know, being young and like learning, you know, with starting in these kid relationships, I noticed I had like some of those toxic things coming out. Damn. Yeah, like with my first boyfriend. Remember when I made him go work in the gym holding the signs? Oh my god! For $20. <laughs> no, when he was a flip boy? Yes. And, and he gave you all Didn't he like bring you his paycheck every time? Yeah, he would give me a money. To I'm pay. so glad you've grown up differently. I know because, yo, like if, if Roger will hear that now, he'd be like, Telefon la calle. He looked at me so confused and I was looking at myself confused. Have you too. told him that yet? Does no, he know? No. <laughs> He's not a person that likes to talk about, like, the past stuff. Roger, if you're hearing this, <laughs> watch out, buddy. <laughs> I'm just kidding, bro. <sighs> so, yeah, I mean, that was my experience. How about you? What has your type of break been? Have you had a break? I've had two. One, obviously, they've, been, they've both been, like, breaks from dating. I'm not a relationship person. <laughs> or at least I don't last in them. But <clears throat> the first one was really long, too. It was like yours. It was like three or four years. <clears throat> but it was not a good... Re- it wasn't like one of those like great ones like you, like where you like found yourself and inspiration and like fixed your life and shit. Mine's was not like that. Mine's was like the opposite of it. It was a shit ton of mental health issues. And just diving into work 24-7. I think I had two jobs at the time, and I was just, like, busy all day. Like, it was terrible. <sighs> so glad that that one's gone. <laughs> right? I don't, I'm trying to remember what happened after that break. Yeah, like, what did you... Oh, did I mean, you learn anything from that break since it was so bad? Like, since it was such a... So when I got out of that break, I feel like I learned to realize what me in a depression looks like okay why are you laughing this is a serious <laughs> so sorry you know that i'm like uncomfortable <laughs> so look if you guys hear me laugh at depression or me saying stuff about my depression or my mental health issues it's not me laughing at the topic it's just my way it's a coping mechanism mm-hmm. i laugh and make really inappropriate and dark jokes at all of my trauma. I'm so sorry. This is very true. So nobody out there get offended. Fair warning. It's just how she copes. This is her coping mechanism. Don't judge it. Because this is a judgment-free zone. Catherine, say it with me. A judgment-free zone. zone. <laughs> I had to follow your lips. Like, I had to, like, stare at you and make sure I hit it. Like, <laughs> I did it with my hands, Okay, too. so did you learn anything from the toxic... Oh, well, you, did you learn anything good from... Yeah, man, I feel like learning that... Learning when I'm depressed 
avoids me getting in a deeper hole. So I really think that break helped a lot. It didn't teach me shit about relationships because I went into really crappy ones after that. Well, like we said, a break doesn't have to be a re- like in a relationship. It could be a break from dating. It could be a break Ooh! from, you know, mental health. I feel like that break taught me how to maybe put myself before I put work. Because I tend to put my job before myself. And yeah. Back then, yes. Yeah, and like back then I had two jobs. Every time they called me and I went in, it was terrible. It was bad, guys. So I feel like I after that, that break taught me to like start loving myself a little more and my time and not wasting it at fucking dead-end jobs. Your break actually taught me something too, that first one. What? It taught me that mental health exists. <laughs> Sorry. Why are you laughing? Don't cut it out! Yeah, like, I never... I mean, I knew that mental health, and I knew people, you know, were had depressive episodes, but I never dealt with someone that had it so close to me, and then seeing you go through that... Like, to me, when I used to get, I would say, depressed, I would just be like, you know, this is normal. She thought she was sad. Yeah, I thought I was just sad, and, like, it would go on days, and, like... You know, the signs were there, but I, nobody in my family talked about it. Because, like you said, mental health is not something people talk about a lot. A lot of Hispanic families. I, know, they, I think it, it took it took a really long time for, for my mom to, to understand it. I think it took me, like, telling her all, some dark shit for her to be like, okay, so you're really not doing well. Like, you need me. And I was like, yeah, mama, I need you. Um, yeah, unfortunately, it's a stigma. It's a stigma. I feel like there's a huge stigma in the Latino households, especially in the Latino households. Households. Yes, I agree with you. Like, you know, like you said, like, in our families, we don't talk about that. Like, to them is you, you know, get up and even if you're not feeling good, you just go about your day because there's worse things happening happening out there yeah it's just like suck it up i mean my mom's is a little different it's not like suck it up she's like and i'm a religious person but she's always like god's gonna take care of you and god's this and i'm just like mom yeah i believe in god but there's fucked up chemicals in my brain and they're not doing what they're supposed to do and i'm sorry but i don't it's praying isn't taking it away yes and it's not just you know being depressed it could be anxiety it could be a million of things it could be like the bipolar disorder that people have it could be eating disorders i mean anything like yeah and it's just things people don't talk about it so when we are involved in those episodes we ourselves don't know how to handle that i mean like i was saying for me that episode that depressive episode lasted four years and it took me coming out of it for me and you to learn what depression was. Yes. Like it took to it took the to see like who I am as a person outside of depression for us to even realize that I was in one. Yes. Which is insane. I know. <sighs> Man. So that was the first one. I was 19. It was rough. And you know, that's just, and then I had another 
Like I, I dated and I got skinny. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's fine. I got skinny. Okay, maybe not skinny guys, but I looked hot for myself, in my opinion. Well, that was kind of a break too, because when you saw that you got depressed, you turned your life around. You made a choice, and that's when you know you started the whole dieting, eating healthy, eating healthy loving myself, saying no. Yeah. Oh my god. I loved realizing no. things to make you get out of that depressive episode that you were in while you were taking that break. Yeah, like I, like I said, that break really helped me realize it helped me and even though those around me, like Catherine, realize a lot of signs of how to how depression looks like, how to get out of it, how to you know go through it, <laughs> and I think it helped me and it helped my friends and and it just like it gets it gets better. <laughs> Yeah, it does. It, you know, that was a good time in our lives after all that. Yeah, 2016. Yeah, so everything, you know, got better after that. So tell us about your second break. Because you said it was two, right? Yeah, it was two. It's two. So then I started dating. Fuck Tinder. Um. <laughs> Why fuck Tinder? And what is Tinder, madam? Explain to our audience if they don't know oh, what Oh, please. Is. They all know what Tinder is. You guys know that y'all went on Tinder to look for someone to smash unless you weren't that kind of person and then you were just getting your heart broken like I was. <laughs> so, yeah, whatever. I dated a lot. I dated a lot. Sort of. Yeah, whatever. Well, yeah, after her first break and then after, you know, she went through the depressive episode and she turned her life around, she decided to start dating. Man, and it had been like four years since I had been out on the dating scene because I had that best friend that like just took the spot of a boyfriend. And then when I started dating, man, that was fun. We need a code name. A code name for? For the person you dislike? Mm Mm-hmm. Leave him alone. <laughs> you don't even need to talk about him. All right, okay. Um, <laughs> so after that, I dated, and then I didn't obviously like I didn't find anyone worthwhile or anything like that. And then recently, yeah. So for the last couple of years, I've just been dating on and off, no real breaks. Like uh, I'm always talking to somebody. I'm always letting someone entertain me. It's terrible. I don't know. Whatever. So then I took um, a break after I broke up with my last ex-boyfriend. Wow, he was actually a boyfriend. (laughs) And that one, I think that one was better than the first break. I mean, I'm still in it. Oh, that's what I was going to ask you. (laughs) What? (laughs) I was going to be like, so is it safe to say you're currently in the break? Oh, yeah. Like, are you currently giving yourself a break? Yeah, I'm, I haven't gone on any dates in a long time. So <laughs> I still, like, here and there, like, text, entertain someone for a couple seconds. But uh, to say that I actually dated, have been dating or gone on any dates or any of that stuff, negative. I am still on a break. So is it safe to assume that you are no longer receiving that D? Well, now... Uh, I haven't had sex in a while. So, the question is, (laughs) when you're on that break, I can't talk because, you know, I'm in a relationship, so I really haven't had to give myself a break. From sex? No, overall. (laughs) Like, a break, like, from the person. But I'm talking about you because you're currently, like, giving yourself a break from dating. Oh, my. Yeah, like, 
I kind of, and it's not about people. It's not, <laughs> it's not that like I can't stand a man and, and this and that. I just currently feel like I have a lot going on in my life. And I know most, a lot of people use that as an excuse to not date people or to tell people that they don't like that they can't, they're not dating. But like, I really do feel like I have a lot going on and I just don't have the time to get to know somebody yet. Also, I'm done with dating apps. Like I am done. I don't want to use them. I need to meet someone out in the wild, but I kind of don't want to leave my house. I know it's hard to go to the wild. Not because, you know, it's wild, <laughs> but it's because just leaving our homes. I mean, part of it is because it is wild and I well, don't I mean, like we've it. We've always been like this. Though. We're homebodies. Even when, you know, we lived on our own that. Even when we dated. Go, yeah, when we used to like try to plan things like every weekend, it was. At our apartment. Yeah, like, mostly we just stayed home watching movies. Like, we've always been homebodies. Yeah, we're, we're not, like, party animals. And if you did see us party animaling, that was in 2016, and we were wilding. <laughs> you kind of wild, and we still had our moments. That was wilding for me. That's what I'm saying. Oh, for you. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, that's what we call wilding, and we still stayed Because I remember a lot of girls that with chips and dips at home. Oh, and a crap ton of movies. Like, we watched a crap ton of movies. You're right. I don't think that's wilding. We wilded out, like, three times in that year. People were like, oh, my God, you guys drink a lot. Okay, so let's say, so you're taking a break from dating. Does that also involve you not having sex? I'm just trying to ask these questions in case somebody out there is, you know, trying to give themselves a break. But maybe they're like, yo, but I can't be without, you know, the D. that D. <laughs> Well, I'm going to talk about two things really quickly then. Because if a girl feels like she can't be without the D, I really do recommend learning to pleasure yourself. Because if you don't know how to pleasure yourself, how are you going to know if a man is doing it? That's true. That's a good answer, actually. So, girls, get you a little, um, what are those called? Oh, my God. Get you a bullet. Or, and for girls who don't know what bullets are, can you let them know? Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so bullets are vibrators that you use on your clitoris. And if you're the kind of woman that with clitoral stimulation comes, comes, then that should be okay. You don't even, if you don't need penetration, then you're good to go. That's all you need to buy. Like, they're not that expensive. And if not, get yourself a dildo, whatever size you want. And you know, go to town. Learn to please yourself before before saying that he's like, oh my god, I need a man in my life to fuck me. Come on. That's true because that's another thing nobody talks about. That like being alone means you don't have sex? No. You know, <laughs> a woman being able to pleasure herself. Yeah, girl. Like a dick is not needed. It's not, it's not. Get you know, stimulation and have an orgasm. And nobody talks about that because they make it seem like the body and sex is so... Oh, yeah. I don't know. I, I get it because I was like that at some point. Well, no, I get it because I'm still like that. <laughs> what are you talking about? But I just feel like I, I got to a point in life where I was... I've learned to be okay with my sexuality. Like, if you have a high libido, there's nothing wrong with that. And if you have a low one, there's nothing wrong with it. Unless you feel like it is too low, then you should go to the doctor. And maybe they can help you out. But I just think that 
learning who learning what pleasures you and what you like in bed is really important when it comes to having sex with a man you have to feel comfortable with yourself in order to feel comfortable with somebody else of course yeah that makes so much sense so yeah do that number two i do have sex sometimes <laughs> i have like so you do have sex and you also so you have two options yes you can either pleasure yourself on your own or i can call a booty call or a friends with benefits okay so then you do have friends with benefits I had. Okay. I recently. No longer. One of them moved. I miss you because you are also my friend, buddy. (laughs) And the other one is too complicated to even think about keeping around, honestly. He just has time for games, basically. And he has for the past forever. I'm not even going to just put that out there. But. Yeah, I if I if I want to have sex, I can have sex, guys. Let's just let me be honest. Let's be clear. Actually, not me be honest. Let's be clear. As a woman, it's very easy for us to have sex. I mean, there's like three people or four people in my DMs that could be like, "Can we hang out tonight?" And they'll probably give it to me. Yeah. Do I want it? Because they're whores. <laughs> Jk, Jk, man. <laughs> I respect you guys trying to get you know some loving too. <laughs> Am I gonna hit you up? No. Am I gonna let you hit me up? I'll entertain you for two seconds, but I'm not gonna go to your place. <laughs> I'm sorry. So if you're trying in my DMs, you're probably wasting your time. <laughs> so yeah, um, <laughs> ask me something. Okay, so Ada, so do you think things from your break really anything from my experience of my type of break? Yeah, definitely. You know how you said that you feel like you know what you want in a man and in life? Yes. I definitely feel like it's given me some clarity in the kind of person that I want to date. Like, I need, I know what kind of man I want now. Before, I felt like I settled a lot for anyone that wanted to be with me. And now it's just like, I'm not, I'm not here for settling, buddy. Yeah, and I've actually seen that because now you actually tell me exactly what you want from a partner. Before you would, you would like, be like, maybe, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind. But now you're clearly, you have a clear mind of what you want in a partner. Yeah. And in a relationship overall. Yeah, I think that this break has really helped my past relationships, seeing my friends in relationships and this break overall has really helped me to see what it is that I want in a person, in a relationship, in my life, from myself. And all of those things correlate because if if like I'm not doing what I want for myself, how am I going to put into my relationship what I want and how I'm, how is that working out with my life? And if I don't have the right partner and they don't support me, how's that going to work out for my life? Like it needs I'm not saying that a person has to be specifically what I'm saying, like everything, like every bullet has to be hit. Not that I have a list, but I'm going to make one. <laughs> I had a list. <laughs> not that every bullet has to be hit on my list because no one's perfect. But if you don't come close to them, buddy, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I want someone that I can grow with, someone that, that 
that wants more from life, someone that doesn't settle because I clearly, clearly, guys, if you see my schedule, I don't know how to settle. And we're also not saying that you guys have to go out there and, you know, do this life-changing alter and take a break. We're not saying that at all. We're don't break up with your boyfriend. It works for everyone. It doesn't. <laughs> we're just saying our experience with it. You know, we also have a friend, which I hope she'll come along and tell her story, who went through a pretty traumatic experience in her relationship. Oh, okay. <laughs> and now, you know, she's she feels, she explains to me that she feels exactly how we talk about now. You know, it's just a time to get herself together, figure out what she really wants, what she wants, not only in a relationship for her next one, but overall in her whole life. It's clarity. Yeah, and like, I feel like that has helped us, you know, move forward and things. And hopefully... Yeah, I feel like taking taking a break from dating, for me, for you, and for some people that we know has brought a lot of a lot of clarity into their lives it's and like like Catherine said i'm not telling you to go break up with your boyfriend unless you're unhappy and you're settling girl dump them yeah there's toxic traits too and if you see red flags and toxic traits please don't ignore them don't make excuses for them because the longer you're with a person the more you fall in love with them the more you want to be with them the harder it is to walk away from these abusive toxic inappropriate relationships just we're not settling in 2021 (laughs) we are not letting people belittle us make us feel crappy or take advantage of us yeah we're women we're risers we're the best of the best and we're the best what is it which one what does it say the best sex we're the best sex i give the best sex no the best (laughs) sex version what is that like a male and a female that, that I give the best sex? No, I'm saying women are <laughs> the best, bitch. That's not, nothing about sex. It's about female and men. Jesus. All right, man. All right. I got it. It was a joke. Jesus. So I have a question for you. Have you or do you believe, because I don't know if you have, have you ever taken a break in a relationship? No. Do you believe in taking a break in a relationship? I don't want to say believe, huh? because I feel like my mind can change. Like, I can tell you right now that no, but who knows in the future? But as of right now, I think I would get offended if somebody told me they wanted a break from me. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Meaning that you don't agree? I don't. Or I, that's not how you feel? I, it's, yeah, obviously, you know, it's feelings, you know, it's your opinion or my opinion. And in my opinion, or if it was my life, I wouldn't feel offended if someone wanted to take a break. You don't love me anymore? <laughs> I just feel like, I don't know, if you're like in a committed relationship and you're trying to take a break, that's eventually going to lead to something else. It doesn't have to. It doesn't have to. I'm not saying that every relationship is like that. In my opinion... It's just like, if you want to be with me, we must know that we want to be together. Even if there's all these other issues, there should still be that, you know, that thought that we're still trying to, you know, work and grow from whatever issue we're going through. 
But I know what you're going to say, so go ahead. What am I going to say? You're going to say that sometimes people need space and space should be granted. So, am I that big on space? No, but you always tell me this. I thought we had never talked about this before. Well, I mean, we're best friends. I'm pretty, you know. Observant. Stop assuming. I'm in your head, kind of. I do think about her all the time. But yeah, so tell, tell me. Tell them. You want me to change your mind? Yeah, I don't know if it's gonna change your mind, buddy, because it's really hard. You're hard headed as fuck. Okay, but just share with the fine views why you think space is okay and taking a break. Tell the viewers why you're with Ross. No, no, that was not the I don't agree with that kind of break. Ross cheated on Rachel because a break does not mean a break up, in my opinion, but in your opinion, a break does mean a break up. So, are you with Ross? Oh, man, that's right. <laughs> yeah, then I would be with Ross. Because, like, she said they needed a break from us. They were on a break, not a break up. But so you need it. Like, what do you need a break from us? I don't know. I just can't. I can't. I can't. I need a break from you all the time. We need to get more. We need to get a guest speaker and come back to this question. I'll tell you, in my opinion how I feel about taking a break within a relationship. Obviously, I've never taken a break in a relationship. I'm not a person that has been in a lot of relationships, but I am a person who really appreciates her space. And for example, and I'm not saying I'm gonna do this every time I get mad, but when I get upset or someone hurts my feelings in a relationship, so like when my, if, if my significant other does something that bothers me at that moment and he wants to discuss it, but I'm upset, I don't want to discuss it. I need to walk away from the situation, go to another room for a couple hours, ponder my feelings, because I don't know how I feel. It takes me a while to interpret what I'm feeling, because that's just who I am. So I feel like if I'm questioning my relationship, and sometimes it, sometimes you question a relationship not because of the relationship. Sometimes you question the relationship because of where you are in life, or maybe you want things that are different. You know, like, it doesn't mean you don't love the person. It doesn't mean I don't want to be with you. It just means that I need time by myself to make a decision to know what I want. Do you get what I'm saying? I mean, I get the space when you're upset <laughs> and for a couple hours. Of course, I understand that because I am one that needs time to calm down because if not, I'll be bombed. <sighs> So I understand that. But let's say, okay, so how would you feel if you're with someone, right? And he tells you he needs a break. And it's not for a few hours. He tells you that there's no time. That it could be a week. It could be two weeks. It could be months. That he needs time, you know, to figure out if he wants to be in the current relationship. He's with you for whatever reasons it is. How would you feel about it? I guess it would depend on the reasons. Because... I just feel that you're allowed to question if you want to be with somebody. But how would you feel? If someone told me that? Yeah. It depends on what, why, he, why he's telling me it. What would be your deal breaker? Is there something that would be a deal breaker that you'll be like, no, never mind. I'm saying no to this break. I mean, if he cheated on me or wants to sleep with somebody else, Damn, I guess. That was dark. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, I can't. I'm trying to cons- like think about reasons why people would take a break. Yeah. So, like, give me a reason why you would take a break, and I'll tell you if I think that's a deal I breaker. Can. I wouldn't take a break. I'll break up. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! I need a third person. You, I mean, you ask yourself, why would someone want to take a break? Or why would you want to take a break from someone? Because they're not making me happy. Okay, or let's, okay. Let's use your path, your last relationship. Would you have taken a break? No, I left that relationship. Never mind. I left it because I was not happy. Okay, so let's take a look at our friend Miami Heat. Okay. That's a good one. Why did Miami Heat want to take a break? I can't tell you. I'm not her. <laughs> but you know. Do I? Do you? Miami Heat felt that there was not enough passion, right? Yeah, but I don't, I don't, her break, she didn't really never needed a break. She always knew what was the answer. That it was a breakup? Yeah, she just used a break. Because she felt bad because she loved him and she felt like he was a good person. Yeah. Like, and because he gave her everything she ever wanted. A lot of, yeah, a lot of other reasons, so. Yeah, yeah, I, ugh, fuck, then oh. that doesn't work either. So why would someone want to take a break? Why did Ross and Rachel take a break? Okay, because he was being too jealous, right? Okay. He was being too jealous toxic. when she got that, which is kind of toxic. <laughs> no. When she got her first job. No, is jealousy toxic? I mean, I think that everything is okay with moderation. Yes, of course. So, like, I think that sometimes it's kind of cute when someone's jealous. Yes. Like, like if you you don't even get a little bit jealous, I'm gonna like, feel like Yo, you don't want me. Yo. Hello, I can go out there and get some numbers. Don't like, watch me don't put... Don't try me. Like, watch me put on this skinny-ass dress, okay? Like, I'll, I'll show my ass. Don't want me then. Why did Ross and Rachel take a break? In Friends, of course. I think it's because he was being jealous. Jealous her co-worker. From her new boss? Yes. Right. So you are, Ro- are Rachel... And I'm Ross. Okay. You, Rachel, want to take a break with me. Mm-hmm. Why? Because you're ahogando me. You're being too jealous. <laughs> I'm being too jealous about your... your. Oh, I should say well, ahogando me. It's yeah, like, yeah. You're drowning me with all the jealousy. So you're tired of me because I'm being jealous and overprotective about your boss that I think wants to fuck you, but you don't agree with me. Right? That's the case, isn't it? Yeah, in the show. In the show. It looks like you want to hit me, but... <laughs> <laughs> so me, Ross, goes, all right, you want to take a break, and you want to know how I feel. Yeah, like, you as Ross, wouldn't you see it as... Okay. Betrayal? Yeah, like, she's not trusting me. Like, why would she need a break when I'm just trying to tell her well, that somebody else is looking? She's taking it as, you know, she doesn't believe me. Believe What? What? That you're being jealous because someone wants to have sex with me? It's not my fault that I'm attractive and someone wants to sleep with but me. But shouldn't we talk about it instead of asking for a break? Like, shouldn't... But that's that's my question now. She did tell him multiple times that he was acting too jealous and to not worry. And they, I think they even had the conversation where she said, don't you trust me? Because at the end of the day, it's not about the person that's flirting with your significant other. Yeah, it's about your It's about if you trust your significant other. Yeah, but when you're when you're telling your... At the end of the day, was he right? He was right. 
the guy was after her, right? Yeah. So instead of Rachel what saying... What does that matter? Instead of Rachel saying, Ross, I get where you're coming from. I'll be on the I'm going to quit my job. Oh, hell no. I'm going to quit my job for no damn man. But I'm saying that, you know, instead of communicating, communication is needed. I think she did communicate it, though. She communicated that he was being too jealous. She didn't communicate that, you know, what he was saying, which I feel like a You lot feel of, like she didn't listen. Exactly. If she would have listened and heard where he was coming from, I feel like me as a woman, if my man is telling me this and that, I'm not going to go ahead and go psycho and, you know, be like, oh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. You're, you know, somebody's after me. I'm going to be like, okay, thanks for communicating that with me. I'll be on the lookout. But at the end of the day, I'll handle it. But I'm not going to go ahead and be like, oh, let's take a break. Because it's being too much. I cannot believe you're you're telling me that you don't feel sometimes. Not maybe not right now. But like there's not times where someone is just all over you all the time. Always there. Annoying the shit out of you. Yeah, telling me that I need a break in hours. Yes. That I need breaks in weeks, months. No. But you've annoyed me. <laughs> I don't live with you anymore. You have enough. But you lived with me, and you annoyed me. Mm-hmm. I, I never said, let's get... Maybe that's just not the type of person. I'm not a giver upper. You're not. You have too much hope. I have hope that... You she know. like... She, no, man. That's the problem. That's the problem there. And not, and I'm not saying that it's bad to be hopeful. I know. I, I mean, I have half... I'm like half and half, okay? Because I know the realistic part. Until she's got... Until the person's been hurt three times. <laughs> yes. Like, she's like... Maybe he'll change. Not the three times. I give it two. For mine, you did it three times. Well, I had hope. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, no. I mean, it's happened 30 million times. But that's well, fine. hello. You you gave, you fed the hope because you still stayed in it. Still there, buddy. You're still there. So. <laughs> Why am I hopeful? Because they give me reasons. <laughs> you don't give me no reasons. <laughs> this week. <laughs> Um, I, just, I don't know with the whole Ross and Rachel. I'm half and half. You know what? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Guys, because, I did it. I changed your mind. Like I personally, I would. If somebody asked me for a break, they can go fuck themselves because they're gonna get a break forever. But I do see what you mean. Like sometimes, you know, relationships do become too much. And not saying that it's you know yes, you know what is it black and white? Yeah, nothing is black and white. Nothing. What yeah, works for me is not gonna work for you. Look, who knows? Maybe in the future, like you said, that happens to me. And look, I, I think differently. I just think that sometimes I want to take a break because someone is treating me or doing something that I don't feel okay with. Once I communicate it with you and I tell you, I'm gonna give you some space so you can think about what I've told you. Okay, so then the break is for the other person. It's not for it's you. It's for both of us. No, but you just said... No, because the person needs to think about what I've told them because I've told them something that is bothering me and if they're not willing to change that or whatever this case may be or work on that, then I'm out, right? But if they tell me that they're willing to, I'm over here thinking, am I willing to even give them a second chance at this point? Do you get what I mean? Yeah, I'm just too selfish. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's all about Catherine. It's what Catherine thinks. It's what Catherine I'm wants. Sorry. You will learn that in this podcast. I'm stopping, Roger. I am a very selfish person. Until it comes to me. Yeah, I'm like, honest, <laughs> you know, for the love of my life. I'm her soulmate. So, you know, my views are always me, me, me. 
They're not. They're not always her, her, her. She's learned Well, okay, they're lots. not always. I've, I've grown, but... Also, I think that if I was on a break, I'd have rules so that to avoid getting into trouble within the break. Yeah, that was missing in that break. Yeah, exactly. Again, they didn't Rule talk. number one, don't have sex with anyone else during our break, Mind motherfucker. You, again, you know, I'm not with Ross either because, you know, the fact that he cheated with her the next day, the same night, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah, that's up. terrible. Yeah, that's kind of fucked up. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would be tempted to have sex with someone else, maybe not the same night. But I wouldn't do it if I was really willing to work on my relationship again. But then again, why would I be on a break? Man, I'm confused about what I feel now. That's what the podcast is for. <laughs> That's why we say, okay, but hear me out. <laughs> Literally why we say it. Because our thoughts can change in the brink of a minute or a second. Which is what we're trying to get at. That nothing is black and white. And all of you guys are allowed to have... Your own opinions. I think that from our takeaway here, not that I'm writing an essay right now or anything, but I feel like our takeaway here is that sometimes a break can be good for you. I think it always can, honestly. I feel like space can be good for you. I feel like me time can be great for you. Is space the same thing as break? As a break? Is space taking a break? Yeah, because, like, I mean, you know, space is, like, what you're saying. We all need that space, like, when you get mad and you need to calm down, you know, you need to get your thoughts together so you don't say something you don't mean. No, I then think... Then that's space. No, I, I think... But a break, it's a long, it's longer... I think space is, like, a pause. You know how the space bar is pause yeah. in a movie? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> space is pause. Like, you're putting pause on this argument... So y'all can calm the fuck down and no one says any, at least for my, my, at least for me. So no one says anything they'll regret. Or sometimes, you know, like, uh, like me too. Like, so I can think about how I feel. Mm -hmm. I think that space means pause. (laughs) It means red light. Yeah. So you see, if, if my partner told me that he needed space, I would understand it better if he told me he needed a break. I feel... Like, people still get mad when they hear the word space. I wouldn't. Well, that's because you scream, give me my space all the time to everybody. <laughs> space is Catherine's, like, favorite word. Ara, just give me my space. Yes, it's, that, it's so important because, you know, people, I feel like a lot of things are said when you're angry. That you don't mean. That you don't mean. So sometimes it's good to, you know, just calm down and, Get your thoughts together. Make sure that what you're going to say is something accurate and it's not going to be hurtful. Sometimes we do speak out of anger and that anger isn't what we're really trying to say. Yes, yes. We're, we're out just, of spite. Yes. And you know us. We're, I mean, me and Ada are like, not that we're, we have anger problems, but we just get really heated. So taking space and calming down. You get really heated. <laughs> Don't try to put this on me. You sure you want to go there? Oh. You sure you want to go there? I wish I could show you. I don't have a picture. I don't have a picture. Of what? Of what? Of the hole in the wall. Oh, my mom's house? Yes. Man, but that's like white hot anger for me. Like, I get that. How often do I get that angry to where I punch a wall or my car? I'm not going to say it. I was going to say once a week. Huh? No. (laughs) 
Not at all. Well, it's gone down now. Since I've been living alone. Yes. Bitch. <laughs> no, no. It's gone down a lot. I just feel because since you've been living alone, you know. So it is because I'm not around you? <laughs> just kidding. You don't make me angry. Not a lot. <laughs> I just feel a lot of toxic things have removed themselves from your life. You're more to yourself now. Just you and your home and your dog. I'm a homebody. I'm very secluded. <laughs> By myself. Uh, just, it's just me and my dogs, like Catherine said. And yeah, so it's hard. I guess it's hard to get me mad when the only person that can get okay, me mad God. is me. You're not an angry person, but I am. I'm an angry person. And But you live with a man. What do you expect? <laughs> Why not? But I've always been angry. Like, I've always been angry. Yeah, she, she was angry when I lived with her. Yeah. I don't feel like you were that angry all the time, though. I'm trying to think about it. I feel like you get angrier when it comes to a man than when it comes to a woman. Agreed. <laughs> Never mind. Agreed. I've always said that. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. And and, and I, I kind of just like clicked it. I was just like, when I was thinking about like, have I seen you mad when we live together? Of course, I've seen you upset, angry, but like, white, hot, anger you. I only see that towards your brother. Yeah, t- towards your boyfriend. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it is, to be honest. I don't know if it's because I was programmed to, you know, uh-huh. I was programmed to never see them as, or never try to look at myself, like, below them. So I'm always trying to be at their same level. And, you know, like... Feminist in you wants to... Like- so I feel like we really dived into this episode really well, Catherine. And I think we rounded about how we feel about taking a break and what a break is and how it works. Do you think that we did a good job today? I feel like we did a great job. I always think we did a great job, though. She's so confident and hopeful in us. I love it. All right, guys. I know this is our um, second episode, but we're just going to give you guys some links here so you can go and follow us. Um, Our Instagram is... Okay, underscore, but hear me out. Our Facebook page is... Okay, but hear me out podcast. And our YouTube... Is okay, but hear me out. There's nothing on that one yet. But we'll just wait for it. There'll be there will be soon. Eventually. Get hit that subscribe button. Follow us. Follow and us. Give us a like on our last post. Subscribe to us. Like all of our posts, not just our last one, okay? <laughs> all of them. Give us some love. Share us with your friends if you think we're good. <laughs> or if you think we're funny. Or if you can relate to us. Um and stay tuned for our next episode. See you next time. Bye! Bye!